Hey there, Bulldogs, and welcome to this week's episode of Beyond the Tassel. This is your host, Carla Quintanilla. I am a marketing major at the sales class of 2021, and I am so delighted to be hosting this podcast with the purpose of reconnecting with our alumni and informing current students like you about the endless possibilities beyond college. Prepare to be inspired through the incredible stories of our alumni and learn valuable insights from their career journey. We are here to help you spark your career curiosity and encourage you to begin exploring your future possibilities. Now, without further ado, let's get started with this week's guest. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Tassel. We have a really special guest today coming from, I believe, all the way across the, uh, the nation in uh, L.A., California, Los Angeles. Uh, we have Lisa Leone, class of 2015, and we are happy to have you. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm so excited to be on this podcast. And I just love the sales. So I am like honored that you guys even want to talk about me and hear about what's going on in my life. But um, I'm really excited to be here. Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, it's all of us that make up the sales and we are, you know, more than happy to reach out to see how everyone's doing. And hopefully we can learn something new from you and people can get to hear what you're up to. So if you don't mind just introducing yourself again, what have you been up to? Anything that you want to share today? Okay. Um, So hello, my name is Lisa Leone. Um, class of 2015, I went to the sales. I was part of the theater department. I focused in acting and directing. And then I moved to Los Angeles. Um, I am currently an actor. I'm also an activist for ending period poverty around the world. And I currently, last week, I actually just wrapped on a project where I was an associate producer, casting director, and performing in the project as well. It's for the Edinburgh Fringe Festival in Scotland. And we just wrapped on that. Now we're in post-production. So I'm really excited about that. Um, It was an amazing experience. I learned so much. And yeah, so we just wrapped on that. We're in post-production for that project. And then I'm on a bill for a project that is filming in August this month for the whole month of August. So fingers crossed that goes well. Avail basically just means that I went through a bunch of auditions and they're just waiting. They want to make sure I'm available and they're going to pick the finalists for the show. So any day I should know if I'm going to be working on that um, in the next few weeks. So I'm really excited. Fingers crossed. But that's really what's going on over here for me right now. That's awesome. I mean, I think I think it's going to be really exciting for those um, film acting majors right now at the sales to get to hear a little bit about the industry, a little bit about how it's kind of changed uh, these past yeah. few years and how you've been able to adapt as well as able to enter that type of industry. You're in the heart of, of all of that. I was just in LA and I absolutely love it. Um, so no, this is super exciting to know. Congratulations on wrapping up your project that you just did and best of wishes on uh, on your future endeavor but before you know we get into the nitty-gritty of your career right now I want to talk about your sales experience and your experience you know pursuing an acting major well first of all um how was your college experience as a theater major as an arts major and what are some of the highlights that you remember from college so I absolutely love the sales 
I loved the theater department. My freshman year, I was cast in Act One's theater production of A View from a Bridge. And just getting on that main stage and doing my thing, I I loved it. And um, <laughs> I just, it's so funny because now looking back and realizing a lot of theater majors, if you're listening to this, you'll understand this, but we have to do crew at the sales, which is basically 12 hours a week of working behind the scenes. So if it's, you're doing lighting, if you're doing props, if you're doing costumes. And at the time when you're in college, you're just like, oh, why am I doing this? Like, but now being like graduating over five years ago, all of those things that I did at the sales helped me tremendously doing all my jobs out here in LA. And mm. still to this day, I use everything that I learned from crew specifically. And it's just so uh. funny because I remember that was a topic and a highlight in college where that was like, it was just a theater thing everyone talked about was crew because you had to do it 12 hours a week. But now looking back, I was so grateful for that. Mm. And so if you're listening to this and you went to the sales or you're at the sales right now and you're in crew, just appreciate it. And like, there's a reason why the faculty adds it into the curriculum because it's actually, it's really beneficial. But um, the program itself, I mean, so hands-on experience at the sales. And I'm so grateful for that, that it really did prepare me for LA. Um, we had a showcase our senior year, which I was selected for, and it was absolutely amazing. We went to New York, we did our showcase. And from that, you hear from managers and agents and you go on interviews and such like that. And it was that that specific program at the sales, the showcase program helped me tremendously and really prepared me for showcases out in LA and helping me get representation out here. So yeah, my um, I loved the sales in the theater program. We had so much fun. It was it was a blast, and I learned so much. Wow, that's awesome to hear. I mean, I remember, uh, I remember hearing some people that I knew from the sales uh, talking about crew and how, in the moment when you are enacting, you want to be on stage, right? You don't necessarily want to be backstage and doing the behind the scenes. But I am sure that when you are out in the industry, you have, you get to experience it all. I mean, you are not always the star of the show. There's 100%. there's a there's a time and place for everybody, and and you have to adapt and learn the behind the scenes because sometimes that might be your turn to do That's exactly awesome. so uh and I also didn't know that some schools didn't do crew which is interesting um is yeah. not required at least so it's that's not required I was going to say it's optional at a lot of schools and mm -hmm. and or it's not it's not as um it's not forced like it's not as mandatory to do 12 hours a week sometimes it's just when there's a show and it's like minimum but the sales kind of kept it it was it was the real deal at the sales. You, if you were in costumes, you were learning how to sew. You weren't like, you were learning how to, to do these, all of those focuses that you were in, like you really truly learned. So yeah, it was, it's really beneficial. But at the time I didn't know, but now I know how beneficial yeah. it is. I just wanted to share that because I remember at the time that was like, you know, all of my classmates, we would all just talk about it and stuff like, Oh my God, like crew, why do they do this to us? But yeah. there's a reason. <laughs> yeah, and and I just to just to add to that, right? We have, and I want to know your opinion on this. We have what you call the hard skills and the soft skills. I would consider crew to be a hard skill, a technical skill, things that you yeah. really have to build yeah. with your hands. Whereas yeah. acting is more of that soft, personal skill. Would you say yeah. that that that's true, and that you need both of those things in the industry? Then a hundred percent. I mean. I'm really my story and my my journey from after the sales is is like a roller coaster and I uh, it's 
every, all of the techniques I learned throughout crew I use. I mean, I, I do <laughs> all my first jobs. I came out here to, to be an actor and mostly all my beginning jobs were not acting. They were all behind the camera and, and just being ready and being prepared and, and helping with lighting. And, and that was one of the crews that I was always in was lighting. And it's just crazy how they do come full circle. So yes. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, there you have it. Uh, so, so during your time at the sales, right, what were some of your career goals? I mean, have you been able to fulfill any of them? Um, are you in the same track that you wanted to be when you were in college or has things kind of paved his way? Yeah. So, so for me, I'm that girl that kind of knows what she wants. I knew what I wanted. I came into sales knowing what I wanted. Um, I remember freshman year, I was in career, the career service, the career service office. And I was just looking up internships as a freshman jobs. I couldn't wait to graduate, even though I loved my time at the sales. It's just, I knew what I wanted and, and I was really excited. And I couldn't wait to get to that. And that being said, um, I feel like my goals in college were very, were very not basic, but they were, it was obviously like, I want an Oscar. I want to, I want to book a movie. I want to be in a TV show. And all of those goals are a hundred percent relevant. If anything, I think I had it more on my plate, actually like being out here and being in the industry and working behind the scenes and in front of the scenes you learn. I'm learning so much that I actually like, I really enjoy casting. So like I to cast, I was an associate casting director for American Baking Show on ABC. And then I was just the casting director for this big play that's for the Scotland Festival. And so I kind of, I added more things on my plate and I'm definitely checking things off. Um, I've, I wanted to move to LA after college. I moved to LA five years, five months after I graduated. Mm -hmm. I wanted to have representation out here. I did a showcase, got repped. I wanted to be an acting project. So I had a team and I submitted and I got in some projects. So there's just, I don't, I just keep adding more stuff onto my plate and more goals and more things that I want to achieve as I get older. Yeah. But I definitely could, I check some off since leaving the sales. Um, it's definitely a process though, because I did move to LA coming from the East coast. So it's kind of like, yeah. you know, I'm a new fish in a big pond. So yeah. I kind of had to make my mark. I am, I'm at my five year mark, which is very, very a common thing that people say, like, give it five years. You have to give it five years. But if you give it 10 years, it's even better. And then from there, decide what you want to do because you're really coming out here knowing nobody. And like it, you like how, how you need to be seen. You have to be heard. You have to make friends. You have to network. You have to go out. You have to take classes. But it's like you're just coming from college and you're you're wanting to more so just work because that's what you're like that's what they say you do. Like after college, you just right. go and work. But yeah when you're moving across the country, there's also other things. And it's like, like real life things. Like you can't beat yourself up if you're not booking a network television show. Like I talk to so many people that they're like, I just can't book. You're not like, why if you're new in a state and no one knows you, how are you booking this network show? How are you booking this feature film? You need to come here, put the work in. You have to network. You have to go to classes. You kind of, I'm not saying restart, but you are moving. So unfortunately I didn't go to college in LA and that's okay. And I don't regret that at all because I am who I am because of the sales. And I use so many contacts and networking out here after the sales. 
but I didn't go to college out here. So I came out here fresh and new and I kind of had to make my, make my friends, make a team, make network and just make myself out here, make a life for me out here. So yeah, yeah, it's been, it's been one heck of a ride. Um, and very, very eventful. And I'm very grateful for everything. It's, it's, um, it's very entertaining. In the yeah, right. <laughs> it's, very, every, it's always something different, but I love that. And um, the sales is a big reason why I believe that a lot of this is going so smoothly too. So yeah, that's, yeah. I love, I love the enthusiasm and in, in everything you just said and everything that you say, I think uh, we've heard it uh, from multiple people that are in this industry. It's about continuing to build and build yourself to get yourself out there I love the movie La La Land is my favorite movie and they always say there's someone in the crowd right so you always have to put your best face forward and you have to continue to you know learn and and uh, develop Um, and this is one of the careers and industries where you have to continuously do do that in a in almost like a refreshed way every time, right? It's not a nine to five, so it's always um, continuing to develop. So, I mean, I think that's important to know for anyone, any freshman, right? Anyone who's not familiar with the industry right now and not, you just said it, it's it's about continuing to to improve and find new projects. Um, 100%. so when you moved down there, let me let, let's talk about your story about moving to LA and wanting to be there. Yeah. What was kind of the first steps to move down there? Like if there, there if there's a senior right now that just graduated and wants to take that leap of faith and move down, what are some things that you recommend that they do to be able to successfully relocate, if that makes sense? hundred percent. So Definitely speaking from my own experience, and it could go so many different ways. I heard so many different ways. And this was the one thing like, you kind of have to just pick your own way. And it's not going to and have you have to accept that it's not going to be like anybody else's way, but just ride the wave with it as well. So like, I knew so in my senior year, I was reaching out to a bunch of contacts that I've gained throughout my college experience, or just also looking up home hind. And just reaching out that, hey, I'm going to be there. Is there any jobs? And I didn't get any jobs because a lot of people in LA, it's like, contact me when you're here. They Once you're here, they want to know because they all, you could say you're going in March, but then you don't have an apartment. So people really don't want yeah. to like, do interviews unless you're actually there. So, which is a scary jump because a lot of people don't want to go somewhere unless they're working. I hear this all the time. I'm not moving to LA until I book my movie. How are you booking the movie? <laughs> Like it cracks me up. Like, so it's, so like, I mean, unless you have a great rep and it's by coastal and you're booking in New York, listen, there is ways. I'm just saying like the common way, like the way, I don't know. I didn't have that. So anyway, so I moved out here. Um, there's so many, finding a house was, finding an apartment was, was, fun. It was interesting. You kind of, I looked at the map and I wanted to understand where I wanted to live. I knew I wanted to live near the studios. I wanted to see the studios and breathe in the studios and then, and manifest the studios. I wanted Mm -hmm. to, if I had auditions, I could be there. I didn't have to travel an hour because that LA traffic is a real thing. My friends, it is real. So like, (laughs) I wanted to be in the environment. So I knew I wanted to live in Burbank, North Hollywood, Sherman Oaks, the Valley, Van Nuys. I wanted to live in that studio city. I wanted to live in that area, which is in LA. And so I, I put it out there. I put it out there. I put it on Facebook saying, Hey, I'm moving to LA. Does anyone have any friends, family looking for a roommate? 
I put it on all social media platforms. I told people when I was talking about it, just letting mm-hmm. people know if they knew anyone that connected me with them. And from that, you hear, hey, Lee, try out this Facebook group. It's called Gypsy Housing. They do it for LA and New York, and I believe Chicago, and it's for actors and performers. It's a it's a it's a Facebook group that helps connect people who are moving to these new cities and you need roommates. Yeah. Went on there, went on there, Gypsy Housing Los Angeles, bada bing, bada boom, found a roommate. Her name was Patterson. Um, within a week, I moved here. She picked me up at the airport. She was so sweet. We moved into this apartment in the valley, which I am currently still living in five years later. Wow. Um, we met from there. I recontacted all of the people that I was contacting before moving to LA. And I was like, Hey, I'm actually finally here. How are you? Can we grab a coffee or are you hiring? Depending on who it was, do you need help? Um, even just like as an intern, like I didn't even care at this point. I was so excited to be out here. I wanted to do anything. And honestly, I made a goal. I was like, I don't care if I don't get paid just for a little bit. I just need to be network and get out there and see what's going on out here and be involved and get hands-on experience. Yeah. So I reached out to this woman named Holland and she happened to be a casting director for ABC. I grew up watching um, a lot of ABC shows, but one of them was The Biggest Loser and I loved it, it motivated me. Um, I always was a bigger girl growing up. So anything to help motivate and lose weight and seeing that like motivation through fitness and health, I always would watch because it would motivate me. So I always would watch the show. And so at the time in my senior year, I was contacting everyone. I was that person contacting everyone, going on IMDb Pro, getting contacts of, because all the information is out there. You just have to look. Like you would right. be like, no, it's not. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Their emails are out there. Go to career services. All Look through the books, people's emails, their resumes. Just contact them. Go on Instagram. Don't stalk them, but like. You could creep a little bit, like go on there, like message them if you want. Don't be like too much of a creep. Just explain why you're reaching out that you're like really excited that you're graduating or you're, you just want to like learn about their, their story. People honestly like sharing their stories because they like helping. Like I was excited to share my story because I knew and hope it would help others as well. So people want to help. So don't be scared. And I surely was not. So I reached out (laughs) to so many people and I randomly reached out to this woman named Holland and she was a sweetheart and she was the ABC casting director for The Biggest Loser. So random. And I said to her, if you ever need help, because I felt like I could connect with people who were um, a little bit overweight because I was, I I knew with casting, like I could help out. I said, I would love to help out. She wrote to me back, hi, Lisa. I'm sorry. I never saw your first two emails. They always went to my spam, but I just saw this. Sorry, I never reached to you. Oh my goodness. You... You sound amazing. It reminds me of myself. She's like, I'm, I currently don't need any help, but thank you for reaching out. Best of luck. She's like, reach out in another three months, blah, 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 blah. Three months passed. I reach back out. Hey, Alan, I'm still doing my thing. I'm nannying on the side, just on the weekends to make some cash to live out in expensive LA. But during the week I'm available because I'm an actor and I want to be available for auditions and whatever other help, or do you need any assistance? What's going on? She said, wow, this is the fourth email you sent me. And it must be lucky because I just booked six casting jobs and I can't do it all myself. I need an assistant. Can you start tomorrow and be my assistant for six weeks as a casting associate? I said, shortly. From that, I became her assistant casting for casting for these projects. The pay was great. The experience was even better. And one of the days we had a meeting at her house. Because this, you could kind of do casting wherever, from wherever you don't have to like, you, she, there's an office, but we were able to do it at her house and we're at her house. And she said, 
hey, Lee, don't mind if my husband's walking around the apartment. He has writer's block. He's a writer. I said, he's a writer. She said, yeah, he's writing a feature film. I said, oh my goodness. I said, just to remind you, I'm an actor. You know, she's like, I know. And I said, and I'm like, is there any way I could like help out with this project or be in the project, please? Or if not, I would love to help out in it. She's like, to be honest, it's already cast. Um, but he's just re he's doing some edits. We actually start filming next week. She's like, but why don't have you ever been a production assistant? And I said, I honestly have in college once and I did after graduation once and but nothing for a feature film. She says, why don't you just do it? And she's like, it's paid. It's a great experience. I was like, I'll do it. So now I was an assistant for casting, going into being a production assistant for a feature film that was a horror film. And I love horror movies. Oh, me and too. Filmed 20 minutes away in Santa, in Santa Clarita, California, which was a different part. And I got to see a different part of the beautiful mountains. And it was a horror film. And they filmed overnight. And it was a whole different experience. Wow. Met so many people. So many people. So many people. And from that project, things just kept happening. I did another PA job and everyone I meet on these projects, you just network. That's like the main thing out here. You network. If you like who you're working with out here, you usually will work with them again and you, you do contacts. So many people, Lisa, you're a great PA. Can I have your contacts? Yes. They would call me on things. And I also liked so many of them. I was like, can I get your contacts whenever I am in something or someone needs something like for me too? Yes, they love that. Like we all help each other out. And so yeah. many things from that started rolling. And I always remember that story because I was in senior seminar at the sales. It was my senior year. And um, one of the professors, he was just talking about like graduation and he was just getting like how real it is. And like, it, it'll be here before you know it. And you need to do this and this and that. And there's rent and there's all loans and all this. And I was like, ah, and I, after class, was like on a mission. I was like so determined. And when I reached out to Holland and like never gave up and still sent that email, like it's not a big deal. It's just an email. And like, it's crazy to me that it even went to her spam the first two times because I was like, ah, oh, why am I going to send it one more time? Like she didn't answer the first two, but yeah. like really just not caring and just reaching out. You're not asking for like a million dollars. You're literally asking like, Hey, can you, can you give me some advice? Hey, do you have any, like, do you need help? Like, can I be your assistant? So yeah. it was, it was an awesome um, way to start my experience out here. And honestly, that was the beginning to everything. And now like, it, it like, from, like, I'm not even kidding from that project. Since I was associate producer on last week's project, I hired people from my first project. Yeah. Yeah. So it's crazy how it's even full circle, like from becoming a production assistant to become an associate producer. And now I'm hiring people and I'm giving back as well. It's like, woo, mind blowing. So yeah. insane. I think that's what, you know, people need to hear. It's kind of that story of like, what, how did it start? How did it end? Like, how are you here? Uh, yeah. so that's wonderful. That is so great. And I'm, I'm really happy to hear that you are, uh, you know, fearless, that you are um, just so willing to, you're hungry, right? You're hungry for it. You have the energy. And one of the things I like to ask you, this is more of like, just like personal, but also like, I think it's important to just kind of remind yourself, how do you keep that energy, right? For yeah. many, many years, you have to continue to keep that energy in this industry of being hungry, being like const constantly seeking. Do you have any advice? Has anyone given you any advice of keeping that energy up, keeping up um, just to continue to find new opportunities? Yeah. So, 
once you're in LA and you're here and you actually witness how it works and you realize how many people are in the same situation and they want what you want, it's almost, it's, it's literally like a battle. It's a fight. It's, you have to be hungry. And it's almost scary because when you're not hungry and you're not motivated for it, you question yourself. Like, are you, is this for you? Because there's so many people that would risk almost anything to be out here. Like, Hey, I come from a huge Italian family. I go home. I consider myself bi-coastal in a sense. Cause I do go home every three months because I get homesick. Been out here for over five years. and I miss my family tremendously, but I know what I have to do to get what I want. And there's also everyone has different levels of what they want. I want to be in a network television show filming at Warner Brothers located in L.A. So it has to be in L.A. Monday through Friday for five seasons, a comedy. Like, that's what I want. And I know for that to be a thing, I have to be here for that. Yeah. And so it's kind of also just being real and honest with yourself and making those sacrifices. Like, hey, I'm 28 years old. And like realizing a lot of my friends back home are settling down with families, having kids and they're in their job now for over four years. Cause I graduated over five years ago, yeah. but it's still, it's not comparing. It's being honest with yourself, knowing what you want. And I mean, it's one of those things where everyone says like, be prepared, show up and just like be you. Like I, I definitely fell into that, that whole um, thing about you're doing LA, like you're not doing New York, you have such a New York look like, and I was like, No, but I love LA. And I know what I want. And I know what it takes. And I have to get there for what I want to achieve. Like, you could do stuff living in New York, Chicago, Boston, any little cities with virtual, especially now with the pandemic, you could self tape, you could do stuff But for the level that I want and what I'm fighting for, I have to be here. And, um, and that's okay. That's, that's totally okay. But um, I just feel like for all the, a lot of years, like you try to mold yourself into certain boxes and stuff. And then once you're here, like you really learn, like it's the people that really are themselves that get the furthest and it's the people that are prepared all the time. Like, and you have to show up. Like if it's, if it's your PA, you show up as a PA. Like you, let me tell you, my goal is to be an actress. I want to have an Oscar, but when I have to be a PA or when I have to be associate producer, I have to be a casting director, I show up. You have to show up. Like you don't know who's watching. And so many, I mean, I could sit here for hours because my mind's still blown from this project that I just finished because so much happened from it. It went from being a small project to something really big. I mean, from the project last week, I'm now SAG eligible. So I can now join the actors union. So there's just like, thank you so much. And that was a huge goal of mine. And I, it's finally like here now. It's like, well, now what else? Yeah. And like you keep, I, I'm just, I, I really love it. I, I love the entertainment industry so much that a lot of times my little achievements are what motivates me. So I was stand in for Hulu show shrill and being on set. I remember calling my mom and dad after working 12 hours. And I'm like, that was the longest work shift ever, but the most amazing thing ever. And this is why I'm here. Like, I miss you mom and dad, but this is why I'm here. I loved every minute of it. And I was just a stand in. Yeah. And I loved every minute of it, but that keeps me going. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait for the next time. And now wrapping last week, I was like on cloud nine the last week, being on <laughs> set every day. I showed up at 6 a.m. for my call time. Like, good morning. Like, <laughs> I am like, like, and so, and, and everyone in LA is so creative and excited and they want to work together. So it's also just like a fun city to live in. Like mm-hmm. everyone here is fighting for something similar or fighting for something. Cause the city is kind of like, you know, 
it's just it happens to be that city like the city of dreams like it really is the entertainment yeah, capital yeah. like everyone is here so they could be wanting to pitch their new pilot or be a director or be an actor or be casting or an agent there's so many camera personally there's so many but being around it constantly also motivates me so yeah. definitely who I surround myself with my team um I'm working with a production company so being around them and having meetings weekly about documentaries like my mind's always in it and it just excites me and it's, it's kind of easy for me to stay hungry like I'm surrounded by it and that's really why I'm in LA so congrats I mean you are yeah like you said you are the product of your own environment and that's what you've become so it's it becomes easier because you see it all around you and you feed off of that right I mean look at my room I mean I mean (laughs) you can't see but my room I have everything that I want surrounded by me I have I have shut up just book it because it's so true like stop to complain and just book book the show and keep it moving I have pictures I have motivational things because you have to surround yourself by it because this industry is extremely difficult I mean it's definitely you you I audition a hundred times and I'll book one thing you have to just you have to and you still have to smile so yeah you know having things around you and that motivates you I think that's definitely something that keeps me keep keeps me going what I'm surrounded by and you unfortunately you have the power to put what what you surround yourself by which is a good thing and bad thing for some but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, I love everything you're saying. And I identify, you know, I, I relate in many ways and I, I like, you know, and I'll tell you like what I, what I like to hear about the entertainment industry that is so different from any other career is that emotional journey in the work, right? Oh yeah. There, there's so much emotional input in this in, and it goes ups and you have ups and downs and everything. A hundred percent. Yeah. And that is so different from any other career of just, like, I don't want to say it's just showing up because there are a lot of careers that are non-entertainment that are equally as like exciting and, uh, and emotionally like producing, but, um, it's but- like any freelance job is going to be any type of freelance job. You kind of have to stay on your toes and yeah. you have to show up in a positive attitude. That's basically what it is. And regardless if it's entertainment or if it's your journalism, or if you're in anything, it's more of just those freelance positions that you kind of just have to it's not, it's not a steady, you know, it's not, it's, it's freelance. So it's not going to be as steady. I can't find the word that I'm looking for, but yeah. Yeah. Um, Another question I'd like to ask you before we wrap up with uh, uh, your best piece of advice is, you know, we talk about um, constantly going and constantly chasing, but sometimes you do have to take a deep breath and a step back to see the big picture to re um to kind of reset from from one project to another how how you know how do you yourself take that step back and rest or take a moment and pause for your mental health for you for the good of your you know of your career to just make sure you are taking care of yourself and uh, you know in any ways as possible do you have any guides do you have any rituals that you do yeah. Um, so it's super important, especially in LA. It's so loud. It's so busy. It's so moving. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be honest, I work, I'm not even being dramatic. I work a lot of side jobs. I'm a full-time nanny basically. And I do that. I've been doing that since I moved out here where I nanny and then I just do my hours where, and I, I freelance everything. So I just take off but stuff like that. But when you have so many different side jobs, like Postmates and and just anything you could do, kind of all those hustle jobs, 
And then on top of that, you're chasing your dream, which is how it kind of was my first three years. It was, it was work, work, work at night. You would chase your dream, you chase your dreams and all that, the side hustles. And in the beginning, my rest days were kind of like just going to the beach, regrouping, no phone, just focusing on me going to the gym and stuff like that. Um, now because things are a little different and I'm booking bigger projects and stuff like that, I kind of, I'll focus on the projects and then I try to go home for a week and get grounded. Mm. Um, because LA is just very loud that even now when I go to the beach, it just still feel, it feels loud. Like, I feel like it's just like, like, you just can't even relax on a beach. I kind of feel like the place for me to fully relax um, when I need to, which is why I like to go home every three months is I go home, but I have the, I'm so grateful for my parents that I am able to have to go home to a house and have a room yeah. and, and be with them. And I love them so much. And, but I kind of really do. I, I probably should take more rest time, but <laughs> I do the way I do it is when I go home, I really do get grounded. That's like kind of my thing. When I work, my money goes towards my trip home. I buy that ticket. I spend time with my family and I just like regroup and I get grounded. And I remember why I came out here, what I'm doing. And I come back out here. And then usually it's so crazy. As soon as I get on that plane, I get a call and like, it's like a job and it's like crazy how things work. And I'm like, they knew I was coming back. They know yeah. I'm ready. Wow. Like, that's gonna, so like, great. I mean, it's definitely like, it's so funny. I do want to say this, like if you, we would have this interview maybe a month ago my energy might've been different. Like I just came off of wrapping an amazing project yeah. that again, made me SAG eligible, which was a huge goal of mine. And, and now we're in post-productions and I just saw a rough cut today. So I'm just like, and it looks amazing. Yeah. And so like, yeah. I'm right now just like full of excitement, but it it's definitely a roller coaster ride. And it's definitely, um, it's definitely an adventure and you kind of just have to make the best out of it. But this is definitely a good week. So that's why my energy is up and everything like oh, that. But it, it, it is a hard, like it does get, it does get hard and, and get finding a ground, like getting grounded and finding a safe space and, and finding something just to turn off and, you know, not just be all about work or not being scared to be like, oh, well, you know, I don't want to miss the opportunity. And I just want to say yes to everything because I'm that person. Kind yeah. of just being able to reset you. I've learned that you're so much stronger once you do reset. So yes. taking that time is extremely important. And I'm just grateful that I get to go home often to get that. But um, that's what I do. I know for people, it's a lot different. They do yoga. It's very LA. I mean, there's tons of things out here. You just have to actually make it a priority. I think that's the main thing. Because LA, you could, there's so much self-care. That's what I love too. Like everyone's like promoting it and wants you to do self-care. It's just making yeah. it a priority and actually doing it. You could say it, but are you actually doing it? Exactly. Exactly. Well, that's good. I'm glad we touched on that topic. Well, Lisa, finally, um, going along with advice, and I think you've given plenty of good insights and advice on uh, how to survive and thrive in this industry. Um, do you have a, maybe an affirmation that you tell yourself that is like a clear affirmation that you tell yourself? Or the other option is, can you can you share a piece of advice that a, men, a meaningful mentor has told you that has stuck with you that maybe you know someone listening to this podcast can carry as well um definitely well yes so i think the main thing and i'll say this i think it's very vague and it's very simple but i think that's okay because sometimes like it could be simple and it could make still a huge impact but honestly just simply being yourself is something that throughout this whole journey, I've learned that I am enough just the way I am. And um, 
the sales is be who you are and be that well. Correct. And I am so dramatic because I'm tearing up, but <laughs> it's one of those things that, you know, like it, specifically for this industry and what I'm doing and what I'm pursuing, like you really get lost in the mix a lot of times. And sometimes it's just as simple as just being yourself. And, and I wish I had something so much more fancier and classier and, and, and maybe a little bit more funnier to share and say and give you and advise you with. But I think it's as simple as that. And I'm learning that sometimes like less is more. That's like the, the journey I am, am, I am on right now because yeah. simply just be who you are. Like you, you have it all. I always had it all. It's just like when, I, how I identify it and when do I really see like finding it and going with it and allowing it to grow and allowing it to shine and allowing to share it. And, and, but I have all of it and that's how simple it is. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm really on a journey of just like, accepting that through everything through my art through my who I am in every aspect as a friend as a family member as as an artist as a pro associate producer as a casting director like I am enough I have everything I need like because being specifically I want to touch on this because at the end of the day my main goal is acting and I want to be in I want to be on the series regular and so and that was my biggest goal at the sales and it still is today um, I'm just I, I just want to focus on being myself specifically as an actor, because for the longest time I was trying, you know, I'm the bigger girl where I'm not going to get this because of that. And I have to change this. And I, and I had that Philly accent. I talk with my accent and, you know, and that was a big thing in college. I was trying to get rid of was my accent. And now being out in LA, I book everything for, for what I like, for what I am, like, they want me, they want me for my accent. They want me for my big person, person, bubbly personality. They want me for my look. They want me for like, like I, I had all these insecurities and I just didn't think I fit in this box. And last week I was auditioning for JC Penney's, a callback commercial. And I had to do a catwalk modeling. And like for this long time, like I didn't think that I was enough and that like, you know, like, well, you have models for that. No, like just be yourself. They want you for you. And, and when you let that shine, I feel like things start actually like working. And I feel like everyone does say that, but when you actually like do it and you feel it, it makes sense. And I just want to like re share that with people so they can hopefully and it clicks for them. Like it clicks for me. So simply just be yourself because you honestly are enough and it's crazy, but we already have everything we need. It's inside of us. It's just sometimes hard identifying it or seeing it, but we, I promise you it's all inside and I'm still learning about it and I don't know any secrets or tricks or anything like that. But if you could just trust me, you have it all. And honestly, you'll probably get way further if you just trust yourself and be yourself. So yeah. I'll end on that because. Yeah. yeah. Very, very <laughs> powerful. Thank you. Thank yeah. You. Especially for that, for the artistic crew out there, uh, the, the listeners that are in, in this niche, in this community. Um, yeah, we we live to um, sometimes fit a mold, but we are, you know, ourselves and, and that's enough. And I love that. And I think it's a great way to end that. So I wanna thank you again for just speaking with me, for sharing your story. I think many, many of them will find it really helpful. And when we will, you know, post you, we will post any way to reach you. Um, do we have you on LinkedIn or Instagram? What is the best place to reach you if anyone wants to connect? So I am totally, I have a LinkedIn, but I am on Instagram. Like I love Instagram. So hit me up for advice, to meet for coffee, to collaborate, to network, to create, 
to grow, to shine together, whatever it is, you can find me at Lisa M. Leone. Um, and also, I just wanted to mention this, that if you are at the sales or you're a graduate from the sales or alumni, whatever it is, reach out to the Career um, Center because I networked with them and met so many people out in LA through my contacts by reaching out to the career department. So make sure to use all the resources because it's honestly what how I got connected with so many incredible people. And there are a lot of the sales alumni in Los Angeles. We are growing every year. So if you are taking the leap, trust me, there are a lot of people out here. So just network, make sure to hit up the career services. And also, I mean, Philly's growing, New York's growing. I know there's Boston, there's a lot of people in Boston. So just reach out to your alumni because there are so many people that want to help and they're all over the place. They're not just in like PA. So use your resources because it helped me tremendously. I just want to share that before we end it. Okay, this was not scripted, folks. I did not. No, it was not at all. (laughs) Thank you so much. I appreciate the shout out. And and, uh, as everybody knows, uh, the Career Development Center is available all the time, even during the summer. So thank you, Lisa. And I hope you have a wonderful day. And we'll see everyone else in the next episode. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you once again for tuning in to today's episode of Beyond the Tassel. It is our pride to present the success stories of our DeSales alumni via a podcast. If you are a DeSales alumni and would like to become a TSU mentor, you can contact melanie.valone at desales.edu. And if you are currently a DeSales student and would like to connect with an alumni in your field, you can contact kathy.kraus at desales.edu. Until next time, Bulldogs.